Podcasting 2.0 for May 27th, 2022, episode 87. We're free range and unsupervised. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Podcasting 2.0. It is the podcast that is the official board meeting of the entire Podcast 2.0 movement. That's right. Everything that's going on that you may or may not see ahead of the screen and behind the screen at podcastindex.org. What's going on with the podcast standards? Are we lit? And oh yeah, everything that is being discussed at podcastindex.social. I'm Adam Curry here in the heart of the Texas Hill Country and in Alabama, the three-time heavyweight champion of the world, my friend on the other end. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Mr. Dave Jones. There are many things I am. Heavyweight is not one of them. <laughs> I thought it would make it extra funny. Bantamweight. Maybe maybe we're bantamweight. Bantamweight? What, what's the small? What's the small Feather. Guys? Isn't featherweight? Feather. Okay, featherweight. featherweight. <laughs> yeah. Bantam, I've never understood. That's, that's That one doesn't make any sense. What does bantam mean? Well, I also didn't say champion of what. I mean, I didn't true. say UFC or heavyweight boxing champion of the world. You, in my mind, are a true heavyweight champion, Dave Jones. No. The yeah, pot sage. You. Yes, you are. Thank you. You are. Thank you, brother. We are yeah. lit once again. The live item tag is uh, on the air, which means uh, people can uh, uh, can listen to this live. They should have been notified in either CurioCaster or in... I don't know if the actual notification came through for Podverse, but that's because uh, neither you or I have any capability to do that, <laughs> apparently, which is just peachy keen. <laughs> that, is, that is bonkers. That is absolutely bonkers. I mean, like, what... In what world should I not be able to send a live pod ping? I, I don't get it. <laughs> well, it's we, my own fault. It's, it's, my own it's fault. okay. We decided to kind of move forward. I also couldn't get the uh, – I was uh, had the live streaming camera that I got for uh, um, No Agenda Tube for the – that's the – the peer tube uh, instance that uh, you know hope hopefully we'll be integrating into some of this live stuff soon mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um uh yeah the browser keeps telling me oh no i don't have permission to access windows of course don't have permission to access refresh restart the browser reboot the machine like that's where i draw the line uh, they yeah i mean we the uh <laughs> the technical abilities of what of what we, uh, what would you call it? What of what we portray versus what we actually have? There's a mismatch there, uh, and uh, and we're like, uh, we're 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 behind. We're sort of behind our own curve. Well, there is also um, an entire culture of live streaming that I've never really been a part of. You know, this is YouTube like stuff. So this is this is all completely new. What I love today. So we have sovereign feeds, and I just. Big props to uh, Stephen B. with what he's doing on Sovereign Feeds. Totes. (laughs) Totes. So now we have uh, the webhook integrated. So when I go to uh, let everybody know that a live feed is pending, uh, I no longer have to, uh, you know, output an RSS uh, file and then FTP that. And it just removes all these beautiful little steps. It's just one click, send to server. And then I still have to hit the pod ping manually, but that'll all be automatic soon, I'm sure. Um, the, uh, and now he also has, uh, chapters that'll work in the same way that you can, you can edit chapters right in, it's kind of a nice chapter editor. I've played around with it just a little bit in Sovereign Feeds. Uh, I've not seen it. Oh yeah. It's, it's, I mean, this, this thing is coming together, you know, I couldn't quite figure out how to associate the right web hook with the podcast. And it turns out that I hadn't, um, 
I hadn't added it to my favorites. And mm-hmm. quite honestly, I've never used favorites. And this is a little topic oh. of discussion I'd like to, to bring up. When you have someone like me who gets in really early and is working with a developer and providing feedback and doing stuff, and, you, and you'll recognize this, Dave, because we've, we've done this for many, many years, at a certain point, you actually make reference to this in a different way. This is my side of the equation. You know, there's things that I'll just work around because I'm always using these tools in production. You know, that's the running with scissors. So I'm like, yeah, yeah I'll just use this. Who cares if it doesn't work three minutes before the show? You know, we'll just, we'll just figure it out. Right. Um, yep. But other steps that a developer then later starts to uh, abstract and turn into, you know, one function or one click if it, if it's if it's not told if i'm not told like hey you can now do this like this or we've had i don't even know if i even realized there was a favorites button it's not <laughs> oh, really? something that was there in the beginning so i never and of course it makes so much sense i have four feeds i'm always typing it in the search box i'm doing this stupid shit it's like mm-hmm. oh i can just add this to favorites now in this case adding the podcast to favorites meant that i could also associate the webhook with it um, right, and subsequently right. a chapter webhook if uh, if we wanted to go that route. So this was uh, this was just interesting to me from a, for a developer. It's like sometimes your best users who are in there early are not going to under. I mean, I at a certain point I didn't even understand what the UI was doing because the UI was just it worked differently, and I'm I'm so used to to working within the confines of what is provided that. Uh, it's confusing. So I'm not sure how to solve this. It's just some data I'd like to give you as a uh, user. Um, it seems the was a change change log sort of thing would be good. Like uh, just a pop-up that, you know, how you like when you get a pop-up that says, uh, hey, you know, this these things have changed. That's a good like point. The, yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. That's, that's one good thing about uh, test flight, the iOS uh, beta testing system. And is when you, you put in show, like you put in a uh, change log and say, okay, here's what we changed. Like when you install the latest update, it, you know, it tells you, Hey, there's a new update available. You hit it. And then it comes up and it just gives you a, it literally, it just gives you a full page change log. This is, Here's what updated, and here's what we need you to test, and so, and it's just a itemized list of all the different things that were added. Uh, that would be cool, yeah. Uh, within so within Sovereign Feeds, um, to have like a a pop up whenever um, whenever something's new, yeah, or maybe whenever the version number changes or something, you know, yeah. Like a, yeah. Uh, then you you signal a pop up with the latest uh, you know change log or whatever. And I'll also that's, that's one way to handle. And I'll also say that. Uh, CurioCaster, the other side of Sovereign Feeds, has become really uh, smooth. I don't know exactly what Steven did, but I have you know less issues. Sometimes it would crash. That's been gone for weeks. Um, the you know the new episodes, which I think is a crucial part of any podcast app, is you know what episodes that I'm subscribed of feeds I'm subscribed to is new in reverse chronological order. That's for me. It's critical. Um, that works. Uh, as expected, every single time, um, mm-hmm. restarting. And I, it's just a web app, so I, I have it saved as a uh, you know as a desktop web app on on my uh, Graphene OS. Mm-hmm. When I open up a pot, when I open it back up, the podcast I was listening to is still there. It's still queued to the right time. I hit play; it starts playing from there. These are not small things. 
and when they really get fixed, everything starts to sing. It's really impressive. Well, did you see the uh, demo video that uh, Mitch posted? He's got no. he's got the cross like a cr- the cross platform position time position sync stuff kind of nailed down now so you can listen on pod you know podverse on the web podverse on the on the iphone podverse on android oh so it does it all cross device oh cross yeah. device yeah yeah, yeah. nice yeah. nice it's really nice to see all these podcasting 2.0 apps just sort of like it, they they're starting their feature set has always been big but mm-hmm. then like now they're just starting to polish yeah get things get that to get everything everything's starting to feel real tight one, one other thing that was really nice you know because we have the, the we call it lit the live item tag so the show went lit and uh, <laughs> but even before if you do the show pending and you publish okay you you update the feed my the show is pending i said twelve thirty five p.m that's where we're going to start um, mm. Then you go to CurioCaster, there's a pending broadcast tab, which I don't know if that's the right way to do it. And honestly, I would like to have any any new live item, maybe even pending uh, live uh, items. I'd like to have those in my new episode feed because that's where I'm the first place I look. So, you know, mm. that, you know, just in most, however that works, it needs to be apparent to me. Um, when you When you click on the pending, it brings up a box. Uh, actually, it's a list, so you can see multiple shows that are that are pending to go live. And right there, it has uh, boost. You can pre-boost the show. Oh, it's sexy! Cool. It's really cool. It oh. brings up the boost panel, and you can uh, pre-write a boostagram. So you're actually boosting into the episode before it's live. It's really cool. Oh, that's that's yeah, that's I mean, a great idea. Thinking. Great idea. You know, you can someone can throw a last minute item at you. I'll tell you, hundred thousand mm-hmm. sats gets my attention. <laughs> it does. Just saying. Yes, it does. Just saying. No, why, that's a great I, idea. Why am I not hearing the boost? Uh, boostergrams are coming in, but I'm not hearing them. Let me see. Did, well, that part did works. You interact with the page. Oh, yes. I'm Click sorry. On the page. Interact with the page. Yes, I looked at the page and went, "Hey, how you doing?" And the page went, <laughs> "Hey." Yeah, okay. Yes, I clicked on it. Okay, so now it should work. Should um, anyone want to do anything about it? God, I'm going to need. I need, I've gotten to the point where I think I need, oh, there it is. Thanks, guys. I've gotten to the point where I think I'm going to need reading, reading glasses. uh, (laughs) I'm I'm exactly the opposite. My eyes are shit, but I'm nearsighted. That's why I love small screens that I can get really close to. I love leaning in. You know, I, I don't like multiple applications on a screen, just one screen at a time. I've never had vision problems before. And, Mm -hmm. uh, and all of a sudden, it's like yeah, podcasting having, 2.0. I mean, it, it, mm-hmm. it messes you with your health. Yeah. <laughs> it has your eyeballs. <laughs> We're slowly deteriorating. Yeah. It's piece by piece. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I'm, I'm having to like pull, pull things out for it. So here, does it work this way? If you're nearsighted, the older you get, everything starts to balance out. That's what they say, but there's no real evidence of that for me. I have better days. And usually at home, I, I walk around without glasses. I hate my glasses. It, it's, it's painting. Yeah. I used to wear lenses. Uh, that's just stupid putting stuff on your eyes. <laughs> that just got old for me. Um, so, of course, I'm, uh, the problem is if you can't find your glasses when you need your glasses and you can't find it because you need glasses. Yes, yeah, then you're screwed. Th- yeah. Well, then you're, you're either screwed uh, and you're always asking for help. Luckily, Tina is farsighted, so we're the perfect match. Or <laughs> yeah, you have two sides of the same coin. Yeah. Or you get one of those chains with your glasses around the neck, and you start smoking a pipe. 
You know, it's like <laughs> <laughs> a monocle. Wear a mon- With a, mon- a monocle. A monocle. That's a pretty cool idea. I, I, could, I, could, pocket. I could rock a monocle. Yeah, you could. You could well, you're a monocle kind of guy. <laughs> Rocking the monocle. <laughs> um, so did the Sovereign Feeds webhook, uh, I mean, it. I haven't checked it. It it's working, right? Yeah, no, it worked we're, perfectly. We're gold. Yeah, no, we're we're we are definitely golden. This thing works. All we need is to just build okay. in the the pod ping, and and that's it. Okay, for that part that don't perfect. Yeah, go ahead. That don't know like what what this is the the sovereign sovereign feeds that Adam uses to generate the feed has the web uh, has a webhook feature that will ship the um, the full XML of the uh, podcast feed. Uh, in a in a get request or a post request up to a server of your choosing with a secret and so we've got uh, and I could actually talk about this for a second um because some interesting things came out of this like so what it'll do is you you know you just set up a box somewhere that can receive this this uh, HTTP request and then when it comes in, you know, you just do whatever you want to with the feed. You're gonna you're gonna stick it somewhere, um, and where we where we stick it is in uh, object storage in an S3 bucket on Linode uh, in their New Jersey data center, and that's uh, a bucket that is accessible through the UR through the domain name feeds.podcastindex.org, and so then we got all that work in. Uh, whenever the whenever the the webhook gets called, it saves the feed temporarily on the file on the on the box. Turns around, does a call to upload it to object storage, uh, and then it's done. Well, then uh, the object storage bucket is fronted by Cloudflare, so the Cloudflare is so Cloudflare is cl- caching everything, uh, and then. Uh, pinged uh, Mark Void Zero, who runs the uh, uh, node CDN, and told him, you know, hey, can you put in a, red- a redirect for us? Right. And so our old feed URL is now 302 redirecting to the feeds.podcastindex.org, and uh, so we didn't lose we didn't lose anything. We're not officially changing the feed URL. The feed URL is staying the same. It's just going to be a, a redirect for for an indefinite point of uh, amount of time. The uh, the interesting thing was now we can get we can get some stats. Oh, statistical! Yes. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, what I didn't are we know learning? You spoke Spanish. That was Italian, but okay. Yeah, yeah okay. I didn't know you spoke <laughs> Spanish, but Italian. What 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 are the stats? Um, Is, are these IAB certified? Oh yeah. Totally, hundred <laughs> percent IAB certified. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what we, this is all, so we can pimp our stats so we can get advertisers. Mm-hmm. Some, like, I'm, I'm going to call Spotify momentarily. <laughs> uh, get, uh, we can get wild turkey. Um, oh, wait a minute. You know, we we, we apparently now Buzzsprout has uh, created some ad thing. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I asked if um, I boostergrammed Kevin mm-hmm. and asked him as, at some point, will we be able to, uh, on Buzzcast, at some point we'll be able to, like, target a specific show say like i want to i want to drop an ad for podcasting 2.0 uh show into buzzcast and i haven't heard back i have to wait for the next episode of their show to drop mm. before i can get a response mm. to that. oh so is it intended for advertising or more for promos mm. 
I mean, I think it's, I think it's, um, I think it's advertising. I think Mm. it's any advertising you want, but then from what I understand, you can't target a specific show. Like you just throw it out there and say, these are the types of shows I want. And then they just get offered to the podcasters. Hmm. Um, so like you, as the podcaster would get these notifications saying, Hey, such an, here's a new ad that's available. Do you want to, do you want to allow that on your show? Okay. Uh, which is a good way to do it. Um, on the back, uh, on the back side, though, we could. Uh, I want. I want to be able to target a specific show, but the uh, <laughs> we too. are getting me too, and I want to create specific ads. <laughs> yeah, for specific shows. Yeah, yeah and, and then I want to swap out the MP3 so that uh, to I wanted to uh, insert something else than what I originally made available. At the last minute. At the last minute. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah, go. They'll switch. Just go. Boogity 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 boogity. Podcasting two point oh. <laughs> Running with scissors. Boogity. <laughs> they, uh, There's my promo yeah, right there. We have since we changed this over on Tuesday uh, towards the end of the day. So like six o'clock on Tuesday uh, PM. So since then, so you got, was that Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, since then we've had 42,000 requests for the feed. Okay. Uh, what does that mean? That just means it's been it's been asked it's it's been polled forty two thousand times. Oh, okay. Uh, so that means we have about eighteen listeners. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> these are mostly so here this these were the interesting stats. So podcast addict, uh, Xavier's aggregator hit us about eight thousand times. Mm-hmm. Uh Antennapod hit us about two thousand. Uh there's one that is just it's just not these are not very good RSS. Why are the why uh, are ratings. these fine apps not using Podping? Because the less the less polling the better, no? Oh, they do. Yes, yes, yeah, absolutely. Do. Like Podcast Addict does. Uh he uses uh he uses Podping, but Oh, uh, so it's maybe it's not also. maybe it's not polling, but it's uh, when someone actually uh loads the loads the fe- uh, loads the feed that or you know it's like Breeze when you hit Breeze it will load. I believe it loads from the feed and not from the index for the for the listing. For the episodes, yeah. it loads from the index or gets information from the index. Yeah, I think a lot of the of the mobile apps do. They'll hit the feed themselves just as a like a double check. Okay, that know? makes sense. Yeah, because uh, Castomatic does that too. It's all on device. Thank you, um, uh, then, thank you, Tom Starkweather, thirty three thirty thirty three thirty sats, and hello to Sean in Cape Town, South Africa. Ooh, nice. Yeah. We're going, we're global. We are, baby. I'm glad we got that antenna pointed that direction. Yeah. Uh, Castomatic hit us like one point, see, about 1,200 times, and Overcast hit us about 1,200 times. Anyway, I'm just going through this because hmm. the, uh, the interesting thing, uh, we hit ourselves a thousand times. <laughs> Aggravate, uh, I think it, the podcast, that's it? illegal. It's illegal in some states. I don't think it's the right. <laughs> you can't be hitting yourself like that. Um. But that's that's interesting because it, it it's less than some are less than you would think, and others are more. Uh, it's just interesting to see how many times we're getting polled from these various uh, feeds, and we we're pretty low. I mean, we're we're a thousand. We're like maybe tenth down on the list. Well, can you explain what you mean by not what you would expect? Uh, I don't understand what you're insinuating. I don't understand what I'm insinuating. Okay. 
I have no point of this. It's just a, it's a curious walk down the uh, down this the, is the aggregator thing, this, lane. Yeah, this is the thing with stats. It's like you look at it and you, you extrapolate. I, I told you we had a. I sold a program to our clients when uh, we had Think New Ideas in '96. Mm-hmm. Public company. We had you know Reebok, Anheuser Busch, big big companies, and uh, this was very early days. So they you know of course they wanted to understand what was happening and so we sold them asap and asap was uh, an acronym for advanced statistic analysis program which is basically which is basically you got web trends <laughs> web trends charts and then someone called you and, and walked you through it but you can extrapolate it any way you want so, so uh, asap was uh, grip with the uh yeah, pretty much <laughs> Grep, grep, pipe, with the, with WC, the WC, yeah. Yeah. WC, WC, dash, dash uh, L. L, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man, let's brand, let's brand it ASAP and make a million dollars. That pretty um, much did that. So let's see. So you know, I think I need to switch. This the sovereign things defeats thing is is going to work out fine. I I think I should probably switch. Uh, my son's band thing. Well, here's to, here's uh, a question, and, and I'm just throwing it out there. Mm-hmm. Since we have the web hooks working, I mean, is it crazy to say, "Hey, you know, um, let's connect it to people's Dropbox"? I think there's a way to do that. Not a bad idea. Does Dropbox do traffic? I'm pr- I'm pretty sure that they limiting. have they have a facility, and there's other. I think there's other. Tools I've seen that upload something to Dropbox. Maybe the chat room knows, but I I think I've seen that. Or any or any other f- storage. Would they bitch at you if you had like? You I, know, I have no idea. Ten thousand downloads a, a, a day. I don't know if you have ten thousand downloads a day, you might want to go to a, a a bigger host anyway. True. Maybe that way you get you get white glove service. <laughs> No, yes. no, you actually get the opposite. The bigger you, the bigger the podcast you are, the the hosting companies begin to hate you more. <laughs> it's like you're costing it's us so true. much money. It's yeah. true. It's true. Um, but I was thinking, you know, with Tor with uh, Torcon, which is my son's band, like I want to add the medium tag to that, and so I should put it in yeah. Sovereign Feeds because yes. I think Sovereign Feeds has medium tag, right? I believe so. Um, there's actually a thread uh, that was going on uh, with Stephen B. I think Sir Spencer, maybe someone else, um, uh-huh. about using the medium tag. You know, obviously for it, it, certainly for initial initial purposes. It, you know, when you hit a, a feed that says music, then it should present a somewhat different experience, a different right. way to look at it. I've been thinking a lot about uh, music 2.0. Let me just me too. Let me, me too. let me just uh, fuck it all up by coming up with another brand that uh, we can't register domain name for or anything like that. Okay, cool. <laughs> so we'll just call it Music 2.0. Nobody's th- ever tried to use that before, have they? <laughs> no, I think we all saw uh, the the YouTube that was posted about from Ted Joya. I yeah, think I it was Ted- clips. I got. Oh, clips good, good, good. Oh, wow, that's even better. Uh, why don't we get into that and then we can talk about it? Because okay, you know, and and this comes kind of on the heels of something else. You know, there was a story that uh, uh, escorts are using some hosts to uh, upload advertisements, mm-hmm. and 
and this is not unique to the to this business. You know, growing up in Amsterdam, but also internet in the early days, Casa Rosso. They were, and this was a you know what you what we would call a sex club in the red light district. Would basically just stage shows. Uh, I have a funny story about that for another time, maybe another podcast. Um, uh, but I knew a lot of these guys because they were just nerds who kind of slipped into this business, and it, it was the you know the porn business was the first with live streaming, and they they were monetizing. They were they were on. That's where all your innovation comes from. <laughs> Usually, yeah, a lot of it did actually, um, and. Um, so you know, I wasn't surprised to see, especially when Backpage had to close. This was the the change of Section Two Thirty, uh, which is which kind of allows that kind of stuff uh, yeah. without any government intervention. They they made a change to it, uh, which has been abused now uh, to for all kinds of takedowns, etc. But that's Fos- it. Fosta is the name of that. Fosta, thank you. But that that's kind of. Uh, uh, where was I going with this? Uh, you were going Help to me. music music two point Yeah, I know, but, but the, the reason I oh the the escorts. So, yeah, the escorts. So yeah. I, I wasn't surprised that they would find a way to you know spam a podcast host. The only thing that is is baffling to me is that none of these are actual podcasts. They came they don't so have any content. <laughs> but I know. I mean, they have like an empty MP3 file, right? It's just, is there even yeah, like a, some static or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is, is there even, an, it has to be an enclosure, I presume. But it's like, why? W- I mean, it's a totally valid podcast if you add some content to it. I mean, why would I, why would it be wrong for an escort within the boundaries of the law to, uh, to advertise in that manner? Is that any different than the Ford uh, F-150 Lightning podcast? No, no, it's a little different. No, what do you mean it's I mean, different? I mean, like from a technical standpoint, from a philosophical standpoint, no. From a practical standpoint, well, it's what a do little you, different. Well, what yeah. do you mean? What what is the what is the difference? I mean, but taking into account any any local laws, etc. Maybe you know nudity displaying on album art, which most of them are all obfuscated by phone numbers anyway. I'm, I'm the j- difference. The difference being that. There, when you when you have an ad for a light, for an F one fifty Lightning, you're never you never have to wonder if the if that particular F one fifty has been uh, like exploited and being used with beyond against its will. Like, well, hold, but hold on a second. I'm okay. Well, that's a big statement. I'm, I I would I would we can we can delve into that. But I'm talking not about an ad. I'm talking about a podcast. So instead of escorts uploading an ad with just album art with your phone number on it, why not make a podcast if you're serious about your clientele? Remember, I grew up in Amsterdam, so I have a different view of prostitution. Of right. course, there's all kinds of issues, but I've seen how it can work quite well um, in, in regards to protection for, uh, for the sex workers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I think, yeah. You can say, well, of course, there's been no abuse um, for the Ford F-150. Well, let's talk about some of the suppliers and where the parts come from and, you know, children who are abused or Uyghurs or whatever. I mean, you could, that's true. I don't think true. that's a valid, uh, well, that's the right path to go down. All I'm saying is they came so close to doing something incredibly unique because you, you, can, you, can, you can do an audio podcast and just say, oh, hey, look, you know, um, uh, you're in San Antonio. I'm just saying that just as a coincidence, Stephen B. It has nothing to do with you. 
you're in, you're in San Antonio. <laughs> and uh, yeah, hey, hey, guys in San Antonio, you know, I'm Raven. And yeah, you know, uh, here's something Raven. about me. I love reading books, you know, whatever it is. I'm just saying that would not have I would have fought for that to stay. And I think that they should probably pay for hosting for that. I mean, if you're providing a free tier, then OK, you don't want that. It's your free tier because that's, that's just you're not getting the value that the uh, that the, the person's using it in that way that they're getting out of it. But yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying I, I think it's. Uh, I heard a lot of oh well, let's get rid of it. We're killing it. We got you know okay, totally because they're not podcasts. It's bogus. But what if? What if would everyone yeah, do a- the same thing? Would they pull the plug? Would they jump to conclusions? Would they make judgments about? Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Just well, I've I've got a good no. I've got thoughts, and my thoughts are not very different from yours. The actually, actually, so I mean, I I've gotten some stuff written down here that I'd done earlier in the week. And it's like, uh, you know, the, the question is how to figure that out because that that's where the difference comes from. And that's what I'm talking about when it comes to, when it comes to a, a, a podcast about the F one fifty, you don't, you never had, there's not even a question. Like you, you don't even have to figure it out when it comes to, uh, a, a podcast for an escort service, you you have a moral responsibility to try to figure it out. And I'm not even talking. I'm, I'm talking about beyond FOSTA and the and the back page bill. Like you, you, because when you see, let me. There's probably some still in here because I've been going through and trying to trying. I've been doing this exact process. Um, and like, let me just scroll down through here. Like, okay, here's a here's one. Um. Escort confessions. That one's that's on the that's on podcast index, and mm-hmm. I see no reason to take it down because it's a podcast about the sex worker industry, mm-hmm. and it's so you're, another you're, one. So you're you're making a you're making a content judgment call. Have you listened to every episode? I'm, Are you sure that that no one has been abused who was interviewed? Or I mean, I, I'm just saying that. I, uh, no, no, no. I'm, uh, no, it's 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 more surfacey than that. No, it's 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 more surfacey than that. So, like the here's one: the sexy escort guide. We discuss everything fascinating in the world of paid companionship. Right. So you're going by um, descriptions. Um. So, so far, yeah. Just just as a as a cursory attempt to comply with with local law, because we have to comply with FOSTA too. Um. And so the as I'm going through here. Then you see some that are, then you'll hit one that'll, and I can't find one yet, but, oh, here's an, here's one diary of an escort. And my name is so-and-so I'm an escort here in San Francisco Bay and blah, blah, blah. Like then, he, then, he, okay, here's one escort service in Banjara Hills. Uh, and he gives a phone number. Now, see, then now you've gotten out of the sort of realm of like document, documentary and talking about the content and now you're talking about advertising a service with contact information and there doesn't seem to be anything any other point to it and that's what i meant by you have to figure out the difference between okay now now we've now it's it's 
it's a thing that we are facilitating a contact and then's where FOSTA and all that stuff comes in. Then you like at some point you feel like, well, oh, wait, hold on a second, because I want to yeah. understand what you understand under FOSTA. Mm-hmm. So facilitating a contact that is that's where you have to draw the line. That was my understanding. Mm-hmm. If you if okay. you become like part of the chain, in, inadvertently or on purpose, mm-hmm. you can't. You have to remove that content because. Because you cannot, because you don't know whether or not at the end of, on the other end of this thing, if there is sex trafficking or exploitation that's happening. And that some of these look, they don't offer any sort of way to contact and they just look like sort of content about the person or the escort service in general. um, Is advertising, is, maybe we don't have to go too deep into this because i i would have to you know there's not just fosta there's sesta there's a whole bunch of other things that yeah that yeah. we need to look at but uh, is it illegal to advertise your services as a sex worker that i don't know see i don't uh, i don't think I, so and what uh, i was i hope not i, I hope not i'll be mm-hmm. honest with you i hope it's not because i think some people legitimately I, I don't think this i know this some some uh Men and women legitimately use this to put food on their table. Yeah, and that, that's not my, and I'm that's no, that's not a place for me to judge it. Well, anyway, I, I think it's uh, it's it's worth keeping in our mind that we that the the podcast industry in general should you know just be careful what we jump to conclusions about uh, because mm-hmm. it's very, and especially if we're doing it with AI and stuff, it's very easy to delete something that could be a very sincere, hey, here's what I do, this is how I put food on the table, uh, you can contact me, um, you know, maybe the email address that's not on the album art. But, you know, I'm just saying there's different ways, and I think that there's, is it any different from a lawyer who's talking about how great they are and contact me here and here's, here's the most recent case? I mean, if, if it's not illegal... Right. Uh, and, and I don't know. It's, well, J- James on Pod News, or Podland yesterday said it, it is censorship to remove these. Yes. I, well, no, well, I, no, not. I think I if, if, it, if it's a real, if it's a podcast and someone's doing a podcast and has an actual enclosure with, you know, the, uh, what we deem to be a podcast, couple of episodes, you know, whatever, whatever that metric is, at least three minutes, then I would not be so hasty. And quite honestly, um, you know, a very successful format is um, uh, OnlyFans. Right. We're not far from creating just that, or at least that capability. <laughs> no, seriously, that capability. So, right, you know, the, the general capability. Yeah, is what you're talking. Well, about. Yeah, well, especially with the payment mechanism built right in. So, well, there's just such a fine. Like, I hate to go back to that. Was it? Uh, who's who was the pen, the guy that said you? I, I don't know how to define porn, but you know it when you see it. Oh know. yeah, it was a, a senator. Yeah, yeah, I forget. I mean, I, I don't want to go there, but it's but it's pretty true. I mean, like when when you the one on the ad I'm looking at right now, this advertise this clear spam podcast. It's clear. I say clear. It's clear to me. Um, but the difference between the way this looks. And the way another podcast looks that may be 
a particular sex worker who is talking about what they do and then also advertises their services as part of this thing. Yeah. Let's just, let's just say it's Las Vegas where mm-hmm. it's legal. Mm-hmm. Perhaps, you know, I, I'm not going to take that down, but I am going to take this down because uh, uh, this, to- is, to- this is spam. To- totally yeah. understand. This is spam. All I'm saying is the industry <laughs> in general, if the, if that, not our industry, if the sex worker industry is serious, they wouldn't be such idiots about this because now they have every, <laughs> yes, now yes. they have everybody going. Oh, you're spamming! You're 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 polluting the system. Whereas if you thought for two seconds about the power that uh, open podcast ecosystem provides, I think there's a way to make you know for your industry uh, it could be very successful in multiple True. ways. So that, that's all, really. I, I just that's just a podcasting two point tip on how to. Uh... <laughs> so now, so now uh, on this same tip, the the main thoughts I've had about music two is the legality of it, and not I'm not I don't mean the legality means that I'm just looking at it from Podcast Index LLC's perspective. Okay. Um. The last thing we need is Warner Brother. Warner Brothers going, oh, that song, yeah, okay, it's uh, it's that person owns it has uh, you know has has not registered with a uh, performing rights organization, so they can kind of do what they want with it, distribute it the way they want. But well, we're pretty sure that there's a lick in there from uh, from a song that we had that we own, and so we're going to we're going to issue takedown requests we're probably going to sue you we might sue podcast index we might sue the apps this is the one thing that i'm worried about not because we don't have the complete mm. right and way to do it but people will put up licensed music someone will put up prints into their feed and mm-hmm. uh, and they're going to start collecting sats for it so mm-hmm. how do we get around all of that that's my biggest fear we need lawyers 2.0. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm, that's kind of a, a, a tongue in cheek, but I'm, I mean, I'm, seriously, we need legal advice, right? Because I, I don't want that either. No, I, I want nothing to do with no, that. No, and, and that's the, so the problem is um, not that we are even considering anything illegal. The problem is the music industry will not go down without a fight. They will see anything that is an alternative system as a, a problem that may need to be eliminated eliminated once we get big enough. And, and maybe, you know, we can fly under the radar for a long time. It may not be a problem at all. There's, there's lots of alternative music sites and communities. Um, uh, but when, you're, when we are indexing things, when we are uh, maintaining uh, value block information, Right. Um, you know, this, I also don't want to have to go through discovery three times a week. It's like, all right, <laughs> right. you know, so where did this payment went that, you know, so it's just that the music industry are dicks. So you, you're, you can, you're saying that they're going to play dirty. I'm saying it's a possibility and I, I want to, I want to protect everybody from that. You know, I, I really stopped doing the daily source code. Uh, because I was playing licensed music uh, without without being without even being able to pay uh, yeah. the owners of it, and I didn't want right. to be made an example of because that's coming. <clears throat> uh, 
And this is, you know, and there's so many different uh, laws that come into play here. So uh, music online, uh, there's uh, statutory rates for streaming. Uh, there's statutory rates for uh, the, the type of uh, streaming that Spotify does, which is different from a live streaming playlist. Uh, the podcasts are downloaded. So now that's what's called a mechanical right or a sync uh, mechanical right. Um, there's performing rights, which would be kind of analogous to radio or playing it in a club or in a restaurant, you know, which one really applies. The reason why we can't put together music shows as podcasts is for all of these problems. So when people start putting full songs up, you know, you better believe that there's going to be some scrutiny at some point. So if, if that's, I can imagine some technical ways to limit that okay uh, at, at least well i mean at, at least from a from the standpoint of like putting some human eyeballs on it because w- one way is i mean the real problem is with uh the adding the value block and all that kind of thing that's that's when people start to get get itchy uh and so i could see i already get a notification every time somebody adds a value block to their feed mm-hmm so I could see just putting in like an extra layer of this that draws attention to new podcasts that go in to our system where there's a value block for a medium for a music medium podcast, something like that. Just just to take a look at it, um, and we, maybe we could out you know, crowdsource that well, every new one that goes in gets gets like goes on a public uh, feed where people can can look at them and say, you know, Hey, this is just, this, this is just ripped off music. You know, this needs to be dealt with. Right. But just like identifying what's porn and what's advertising, identifying some stolen lick in a song that some rights holder is going to come after is not something that you and I can Mm. do um, or anybody can, can do easily. It, you know, these things will be done after the fact. And unfortunately the only real way to make sure that, at least we have a system to get around this is when someone, and maybe this happens through the apps or through, mm-hmm. through hosting companies. I find the, the onboarding of podcasters through fountain. I find that fascinating. You know, I like that shit. I like it yeah. when, you know, it's like Microsoft word. Oh my God, I'm, I'm writing in word and I'm reading in word. It's the same app. Yeah. You love that. We probably need to have people who want to take advantage of this, give us some form of light KYC. Yeah. yeah for the, for the producers, I, I think you're going to have to have it, you know, because people, I mean, you're dealing yeah. with licensed work, you know, it's, it's, I mean, we don't have to, I'm just saying that's the best protection. You know me, I'm full steam ahead, balls to the wall. Let's rock and roll. I've been calling for this for a long time. Well, so the other option is do it through par- partner with partner with other people who have the same desire, who already have already have a system. So I can like something like oh, like, there's band, a, like Bandcamp. Yes, there's a good idea. Or CD Baby, or what are those? Uh, what are those mm-hmm. companies that distribute your stuff? Uh, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, if we get, if we just get those people involved, you know, we, we can facilitate the, and when I say we, I mean the podcasting 2.0 project already knows sort of what we're after. Mm -hmm. We know how, 
you know, we want these things to look. And then uh, we can just go to, you know, people like, I'm just going to use Bandcamp uh, all the time as a. As tell a me, tell me, tell things. me what Bandcamp does. They're like an, they're the indie, indie release thing. So you, uh, if you're an independent uh, music artist, you can put your stuff up on Bandcamp and you, you just sell it that way. All right. So let's, uh, let's approach Bandcamp. Somebody here knows Bandcamp. Let's approach mm-hmm. them. Um, let's make them an, an onboarding partner. So in a funny way, it's kind of like, Buzzsprout integrating YouTube or Facebook, um, yeah. but uh, you know, have have them integrate so they do onboarding through their system and give them uh, give them an automatic split like the index. Yeah, I mean that's a good to me. That seems like a good way to do it because you have they they, they get they, paid. Yeah, and then you get they got the feed. They just create a feed also and automa- auto submit. They create the XML and just auto submit it to the index. Fucking love that. With a value block and everything. That's, oh, okay. I see that the, the chat room is flipping out. All right, guys, you know what to do. Because Dave and Adam don't know how to do this. I mean, don't know how to reach out. Yeah. yeah I'm happy I, to I do a phone nobody. call with anybody. If you guys, if someone can set it up, yeah. that's the way to do it. Ah, okay. Well, meeting adjourned. That was a good board meeting, everybody. <laughs> it's fantastic. Um, yeah, I think that in, you know, that, that Solved video, another that whole, global problem. Yes. Uh, Ukraine's next. <laughs> um, we, uh, you know, we that video you're talking about had a lot, there was, it was, it was one of those where I kept waffling back and forth between, between, yes, I totally agree with that. And, uh, well, totally at, disagree at the end, it. at the <laughs> end, it kind of fell apart for me, but, but a lot yeah, of what they same. said in, in, in between, I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. You guys see it. You guys see it. They're just a little, you know, they can't imagine. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't want to blow your clips here. So take me, take us through it. And, uh, Oh no, no, no. It, it, it's, it, you're not gonna blow anything. The, I just wanted to draw a couple of things because I've been thinking a lot about this. I mean, we thought about music uh, 2.0 anyway, but then one sort of line of thinking they went down that got me sort of realizing what the real benefit is of podcasting as music or maybe music as podcasting. Mm-hmm. Um, play clip the feature of music clip four. Oh, hold on a second. Why'd my, why'd my, my, that's my right system one. just blew up? Just the shit. Okay. Hold on. I think four <laughs> is the right one because uh, I've kind of lost track of what what all I clipped. But and if I'm if I'm not mistaken, so they they go off on this little thing about um, whether or not the current generations have a love of music, and and if they don't. Like why? What? What did that? What was the reason behind uh, whether? But behind what the current music culture is, and they they give lots and lots of anecdotes and that kind of thing. Uh, but I think clip four is it. People don't love music as much as they used to. I know that seems like a, an extraordinary generalization I just made a video about that. About Gen Zers don't you know? I I this is just my own you know from talking to to kids i talk to kids all the time i have young kids i talk to their friends and they're just not engaged in music okay boomer and the loyalty (laughs) part of it i think and and sting said this too that the fact that you can just turn on a water faucet you get access to anything and through streaming whereas before you used to buy albums and cherish them and own them 
And, Absolutely. And there's something to that, right? And I don't. And I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be the old man yelling at the clouds or get off my lawn. I don't blame these people because I think we have not served them well. Mm-hmm. And we have not given them a music culture that can engage them to the extent that they're capable of being engaging. This goes back to my fundamental belief that people want to have mind-expanding experiences, and they want these transformative experiences from music. And I believe that the power brokers in the music business are letting them down. They're preventing it. They're by preventing the, it by from the things happening. that they're that they are pushing. Essentially, Absolutely. so I'm not blaming. The, I'm not blaming the youngins. No, I think that in they're many not, ways. They're, I mean, to me, they're not engaged because the things that they're hearing are not engaging. Absolutely, our generation is as much to blame, if not more so, than this, or maybe the people a little younger than us. I don't know, but still, it's the decision makers that are creating the musical culture. Yeah. yeah. I don't care about blaming, uh, you know, certain generations, all that kind of stuff. That's, that's irrelevant. But I think they hit on the, they hit on the, like the tighter point at the end. Like my kids, uh, and maybe I'm an anomaly, but I don't think I am. My kids love music. They love, they love it to death. My, both, both my kids are in, are in bands. Uh, my, my youngest daughter, both my older kids, my youngest daughter, uh, my third, she's, uh, a drummer um she's she's probably going to be in a band you know as soon as she can my my oldest daughter she um is she takes she has taken a second job at a local uh, brewery that does live music uh, pretty pretty decent size acts like they had smashing pumpkins a couple of weeks ago and uh she took that job as a second job just so that she could get free access to see all the shows <laughs> and uh, which was a great idea but she like they love music to death and i think they what they hit on the at the end is right it's not that that, that this generation doesn't love music it's that they don't love this music they don't love the music they're getting now because that's that's just a cheap imitation of the real thing so to speak so like you they, it's not that they don't love it. It's they love it too much. You can't, you can't not love music. It's, it's deep in the soul of man. Um, the issue is that they love it too much to settle for things that, that are just imitations or, you know, knockoffs to, to me. Well, th- well, there's a, I mean, it's, it's not dissimilar to podcasting in a way where there's this entire, uh, group of decision makers and money and big budgets who probably get the majority of the advertising, the brand advertising. And, you know, it's the usual suspects. You know, there's a little bit of Spotify in there, but I think Sirius XM, iHeart, um, uh, Wondery, you know, the, these kinds of outfits where, you know, decision makers are making stuff. And a lot of it is extremely good. Um, but as always, um, and I go back to my AOL example when you have when you have kind of oh here's the groovy garden and here's all the, all the stuff people say well can I go look at the swamp can I go on the internet can I get a web browser and then you know they got the web browser and then AOL became a dial up company because people just love that's what that's why podcasting successful it was initially we don't need no stinking transmitters we don't need the big booming powerful voice we don't need the big studios we just need to have a way to record and distribute. 
And the shittiest sounding shows are some of the most popular. The people who have kind of no yeah. no no audio presence in a voice are st- can still be very popular. Um, now, what is popular is the essence to me of podcasting 2.0. Um, we're we're popular in our group with what we do. We're kind of the only people who are doing what we do, and we're supported by the people who are interested and hang around. Uh, no agenda has its own group. There's crossover, but it's certainly not the same thing. Um, music can survive very well, but these guys they they they're still kind of caught up in the old system because who ultimately has the power? Of course, it's the content creators. But what they've not had is an easy way to see immediate results with people valuing their work. It's still stats. You know, this is where we are with podcasting. We're still in 1.0 land. Well, I got some stats. I got 4,000 here and 5,000 here. My show is Mm -hmm. growing. You know, whatever that means. No, what you want is you want the interaction. You want, uh, of course, you want some of the the staples, which is they're kind of hung up on physical products because I watched the whole interview. Like, well, you know, since we don't have a physical product, you still need to sell them like super vinyl that's registered on the blockchain. Like, okay, why don't no, you guys yeah, go home? Yeah. Now that that was dumb. <laughs> yeah, same. But same, the yeah. uh, and and I've done it, and you've seen it yourself. I just want to take you back to when we first started with our first value block um, without splits or anything, and we immediately saw Satoshi's rolling in. We immediately saw that. I mean, my friends you know, who are in the finance business, they were flipping out. Like, this is amazing. I can't believe this is actually happening. Micropayments, and it's in real time, and it's happening. You know, we, we're taking this shit for granted. The The joy, outside of the, just the fact that it's working, which is unprecedented, the joy of seeing, now that we have the tools, of seeing this little bits and bobs of value coming in, is something that musicians crave deep in their souls. That's what you want. You even if it's five people who show up to the gig, and you know, hey man, I love that. You know, and two of them are the the girlfriends of the the drummer and the bass player. It doesn't matter. That's that's where two point is going to be so exciting. And take into account all of the features that we have. Hello, Bandcamp. I hope you're listening. Take all the features into account of chapters and links. I mean, you can you can yeah. literally have a link to your merch uh, 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 you know at, for a certain song or uh, the credits, uh, liner notes, another you know forgotten thing. Lyrics turns into, you know, transcript can be used for lyrics. It's perfect to create a full product that people will happily stream sats for. Well, credits too. The person tag for you know the producer, yes, and yes, the, the yes. sound engineer, and yes. all, yeah, all of this yeah. stuff. Oh, it's per- it's the the medium of a podcast. It's it perfect. It's not only perfect on a te- to me. It's not only perfect on a technical from a technical standpoint. I just had an idea too. Just another hit, idea. You could literally okay, hit me. You could literally do a substack of your album. Yeah. To- oh, yeah. You totally could. And that tur- that's they they output an RSS feed. And mm-hmm. then, you, then kind of the responsibility of that shit is a little more on Substack than anybody else. Well, every blog post is is a track or something like that, you know, or maybe like yeah, you could you could do, and they, 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 have, they, they what have, they, they really need what they really need to do is adopt the medium tag, and then they're that's it, that's it. We can change the music business overnight. That's the, well, the. The 
the part about physical sales, I, I think I'm, I'm, that resonates with me because the, the physical part of, and it, again, it resonates me because I look at my own kids and I, I look at my own kids and I look at just some raw human behavior. So for one, one weird anecdote is, well, how do I want to say this? One thing that's been stripped of the of the world sort of bit by bit, and it, it just continues to get worse, is the stripping away of ceremony. Like there's no there's no liturgy that's attached to the modern world anymore. Um Oh wow, we, you're going deep with me here, Dave. Hold on. Let's <laughs> let's let's explore these thoughts you're having. Um um can I invite you to my moment? Please. Um, I, and I'd like to thank you in advance for this moment. Um the the liturgy and this is a problem within if you want to if you want to explore this topic in the uh, in the Christian world uh look uh, read uh read Charles Taylor uh, he's got a um, a lot he's done a lot of work on this about the stripping away of sort of high church and liturgy from religion and and spirituality and what you're left with is is a religion that doesn't serve its most basic purpose it it doesn't fulfill uh the roles that it that it purports to and i and i think that's there's a pro that i think is it can be applied much broader than just religion i think music is also another victim of that there used to be they talk a lot about the ceremony or the you know the the experience of going to the music store and buying Mm -hmm. an album yes yep yes that was a very meaningful thing and what i see now happening is the younger generation is this the return of vinyl and CDs and mm-hmm. even and even freaking cassette tapes mm-hmm. that i think is a crying out for attaching a ceremony or a meaningful action to the act of a thing that they love they love music but it's not just enough to have the music they want they want a, an ability i think we as humans we want some sort of, uh, I just keep using the word ceremony. And here's a here's a weird example of this. Have you seen the Boostergram confetti? <laughs> yes, that's ceremony. It's yes, per, it's, it's, yes, that's total ceremony. And we have it in podcasting 2.0, and we need something similar. I mean, that's just one of the many things. I'm totally, I'm totally with you on this. If you put in a in a refrigerator, uh, if you put in uh, a bunch of uh, drinks. And then some of them, if you put a bunch of Cokes in there, and then a few of them are a bottle with a cap that you have to pop with a thing, uh, pop with a bottle opener, The mo- most people, especially young people, will go for those first hmm. because they want, there's this experience of you got to get the bottle, go find a bottle opener, pop, you know, pop the top. There's like this. This thing inside of you that's like you you're wait you, you have to go through the experience and go through the ceremony to 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 then be able to get the content. Okay. Now I need to give you an analog to this. Okay. Uh Tina and I, my wife, we started a podcast, Curry and the Keeper. And it was really just a fun way for us to chat. Um uh, I, I thought she would be good and she's I've created a pod monster apparently. She, she just changed her LinkedIn. She added podcast professional. 
<laughs> oh, good for her. Nice. <laughs> um, and but we launched it only um, with the index, so no submission to any service, um, no ads, no PayPal, only uh, uh, only boosts and boostograms. And what you just described is exactly what is happening to people who are saying, "Oh, oh, I really want to donate, but I don't understand how this works." Uh, it's uh, where do I get the Bitcoin? How do I get you know? How do I get it to Lightning? Uh, why why can't I buy uh, Bitcoin with my credit card? It's, you know, my debit card won't with a credit card is uh, never works. Uh, debit, mm-hmm. So all of these different hoops, and then when they do it and they succeed, oh my god, big time liturgy on the show. Yeah, because they went through a whole thing to to do this to to support. Uh-huh. And now there's a constant, now there's anchored in their mind is a constant reminder of this happy moment when it succeeded every single time they hit the boost button. That's a cool, yeah, that is a good analogy. Nathan, uh, Nathan Gaithry went through that the other day. He, he sort of onboarded himself into the lightning ecosystem. He's, you know, he's the developer of pod.link and I think he's at Spotify now, mm-hmm. but he went through, um, went through the, uh, the process of that and, uh, and then wrote it up into a into a nice little blog. Oh post yes, it. I put that in the show notes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's uh what what do you call it? A listener's guide to boostergrams. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I love that. I retweeted the heck out of that. Absolutely. So yeah, there's there's that whole it's like if and that's what we can so podcasting is perfectly suited to sort of move into that not not necessarily the physical because I don't think I don't think it's just about the physical nature of it. I, th- I do think people like it, and I think it helps um, just be- because of the way humans work. But, but, I don't, but I think it can also be done uh, within the realms of, you know, of the, the digital world uh, because what's really going on there, I think, is limits. Um, when, I don't think humans operate very well when there's no limits. I think it's confusing. Uh, I don't think the world makes much sense because we, I think we expect limits. And when there's not any, uh, I think, I think we kind of glitch out a little bit. And when you re the, the nature of podcasting is people are used to like, you're waiting for the next episode to drop. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a, it's something that's built into podcasting is waiting. And then you, you experience the episode and then it ends. And then you start the process of waiting again. It's a, it is, it is a very ceremonial experience. You see the new episode pop up on your, on your phone and you get excited. Mm-hmm. But this is a, this is a podcast that I love. And oh, there's, there's a new one. Yep. And I think the, the, like me, me and my son went to, um, uh, went to the Black Label Society concert they played here in Birmingham. I don't, do you know Black Label Society? I don't. Uh, Zach Wild. Uh, oh, well, I know. I know player. Zach. Sure. Yeah, it's, that's his band, and uh, so they've they came to they came to Birmingham and played here at Iron City, and it was awesome. I hadn't been to a metal concert in about four years, and um, he's a big fan, and so am I. And so we we went there. By the by the way, being in a wheelchair, that's the best way to, to get it <laughs> right to the front, baby. Straight to the front. How is our cripple doing? How's he doing? Yeah. Yeah, he's doing good. He got off the walker for the first time Tuesday. So he is, 
on he is on two legs, two one wobbly leg, but but he's on his own. He's on his own two legs right now. And, and we should probably say that obviously being bound to a wheelchair kind of sucks if it's if it's forever. Yes, it does for sure. I'm just trying to be um, woke about that for a moment. Thank you. Yes, um, I was being very ableist. <laughs> very, very ableist of you, sir. <laughs> um, but uh, but I won't say that the the perks weren't nice for temporary. <laughs> they were very nice. But we we went straight to the front, and anyway, it was it was a great concert, and um, you know the the I they were saying our merchandise is in the back, CDs and stuff are in the back, and all that kind of stuff, and like that. That whole thing is like you're you're gonna miss you're gonna you're gonna miss this this moment if you if you don't participate and uh, then afterwards like I was so impressed by the set list I'm sort of rambling here but I was so impressed by the set list because they've got a big catalog and I was like well uh, this this set list was beautiful it was like this perfect encapsulation of their catalog and so. I went and and built a Spotify playlist of this set list from the from the concert, mm. and then and I I started playing it. And after the first song was over, I just turned it off. I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm going to consume this set list this playlist slowly. I'm not going to blow through it. And so I just every couple of days I'll I'll play the next track because there's this fear that I had inside that you're. You built. I built this play. I had this experience at the concert of a beautiful playlist of Black Label Society, and then I built the playlist, and now I can just do it over and over and over until I make myself sick. <laughs> and I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And the only way to preserve that is is with some limitations. You gotta you gotta put some limits on things. And well, I, and I so what, what you about. what you're describing is a whole bunch of things. I think there's it's perfectly valid for musicians to also delay release. Yes. Yes. And, and the escorts also think that's a good thing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> By the hour. Yeah. Not bad, right? Yeah, that's good. You said, yo, man. You're a professional. Um, I'd love to see one of our app developers grab this. You know, we have, we have the product. We have uh, Abel and the Wolf. There's, there's others. We, we have the, the, the basics are out there. We just need a uh, an example we can show to you know potential partner onboarding companies like like Bandcamp and say, hey, here's uh, here's what it will result in. And then with the, with the obvious, and by the way, you know, for your part, uh, we'll add a split in the you know we'll add a split in the value block, and as long as you're transparent about it. And of course, anybody who wants to go and the usual caveat. If anybody wants to go off and create their own feed and uh, and keep keep all the sats to themselves, then they can do that too. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I think we're I think treating treating the indie uh, platforms as who are already sort of doing this, treating them the same way we would treat like a podcast hosting company, that just makes sense because they're they're onboarding uh, people already. They have the pipeline. And you, you have to sort of tap into an existing pipeline in order to get people, in order to get the content in there. Um, that I uh, know, I, th- I think it makes perfect sense. Um, I just wish we had a different word than indie. I know you hate that word, I but really, I don't know what else to use. Autonomous, um, sovereign. I love sovereign, but you know, it sounds so formal. Yeah. 
Yes. Uh, Freestanding, self-governed, self-ruling, freeborn. Self-ruling. I'm a big fan of self-ruling music. Uh, unsupervised. unsupervised. <laughs> I like unsupervised. I'm going to use unsupervised. Unsupervised podcasters. and unsup- it's, That's truly what it is. They're unsupervised. Free range. Indie just sounds like a, a bad belly button, you know. I don't know. It's something weird. <laughs> I don't like it. Unsupervised. I'm gonna oh you mean unsupervised. Yes. Exactly. I like free I like free range music. Free That's, range. Uh, oh, also yes. good. I'll take that. Free range music. Hold on a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, Small batch. Uh, <laughs> craft. Craft music. There you go. Hold on a second. Let's see if we can find this free range. We'll just go with the dot com, see how we do. No, you're going to nail it. You're going to get it. I don't think so, man. Freerangemusic.com? That may be hard. Hold on a second. No, I, got, I believe in you. No, I, 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 um, hold on a second. Ah, freerangemusic.com. I think I'm already. Here we go. We're checking the database. No, that's taken. No. Yeah. Yeah, that's no good. Foiled. Yeah. Oh, well. Anyway, uh, it's a good idea. There's, there's enough people listening to, uh, I think, to make this happen. What, what we need is we need an example. And if there's an example, I can show examples. People can show examples. We can talk mm-hmm. about it. We can tweet about it. We can we can make it happen. Somewhere, someone out there knows somebody at Bandcamp. Yeah, I think so. And maybe, no, I, maybe, I, think, I, think maybe uh, I can... Dive into some of my uh, sovereign beats. Oh, I like that. Sovereign uh, beats. That's good. <laughs> uh, I'll delve into my contacts too. Yeah, I, I think. I mean, we if we just have some. Like, I think like all we need in order to kickstart the music 2.0 podcasting is just we need a a some size pipeline. It doesn't have to be a huge one. Just some legitimate pipeline. For, like my my son's music, uh, his metal band, you know, they got on Spotify and they were really excited because that's where, like, that's a that's where everybody is is. And so, if we just have some sort of pipeline, no matter who which service it is or somebody that's out there already doing it that has the ability to onboard, then that creates a little bit of excitement and people will will begin to want to do it. I think. Um, did your son register with NASCAR, uh, NASCAR with ASCAP or BMI for his songs or are they just, no. Okay. All right. Cool. No. That's good to know. It's on Bandcamp too. I think, I think he's on there too. Well, I think he, he's on there on two or three. Have days. him send a note to somebody. Hey, yeah, I need an RSS cool. feed from y'all. Yeah. I mean like the return of, of vinyl, oh, that's a real thing. I had no idea how big that was. Yeah. My daughter's into it too. Oh man, my daughter, she sent me a, she texted me a picture the other day on her way back from, uh, from the, from the store. She just sent me a random text saying, uh, uh, how good of a haul she got. And it was this picture of like (laughs) six different vinyl albums. Nice. Well, yeah, but there's, there's more, there's more to it than that because, and you know, the idea that, that the music business is controlled and they determine the culture yeah, to a large degree, what you see, but that's not really, I mean, it's a gross overstatement and generalization to say, you know, for them to say kids don't listen to, you know, don't appreciate, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah. Uh, Andy Fletcher, who I knew quite well uh, in 1981, he passed away uh, yesterday. Uh, he's the keyboard player for Depeche Mode. 
Um, oh, and, uh, you know, we hung out a bit in Amsterdam when I was at the pirate radio station. Then later, Were they Dutch? No, they're, they're British. Um, oh. but then later when I was doing countdown, then of course they were on the show. So there's all, you know, there was a kind of a, now, Hey, how you doing type thing over the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, he was only 60, but I got messages from my daughter, from my stepdaughter, who's 25. Um, yeah, from a lot of younger people saying, oh, that sucks. You know, I, I love Just Can't Get Enough or, you know, mm-hmm. the, uh, Personal Jesus or, you know, there's so many different cool Depeche Mode songs. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's... Yeah, my, my daughter's the same way. She she knows all the music that I, that was popular when I was a kid. Tons of it. Yeah. I mean, she she just, like, she knows... It's it's getting increasingly more difficult for me to send her music that she hasn't heard. Like, yeah. you know, because I'm like, hey, have you heard, you know, oh, do you know so-and-so? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know them. I've got, you know, and it's like, yeah. <laughs> they love music. And, I'll, I'll, and they just I'll, like good music. <laughs> uh, I'll never forget when, um, oh, was it, uh, I took Christina, oh, I'm looking it up here. Now, I took Christina to see Stevie Wonder, gosh, must be six years ago. Yeah, probably six mm-hmm. years ago. Uh, he was in Austin. And it was great. Greg Fillingaines, uh, he was the musical director, you know, and and they would get, you know, local musicians to do some uh, string instruments. So the whole thing was great. And, uh, uh, and Stevie Wonder launches into uh, Pastime Paradise. You know, doon, doon, doon. You know, living on the most of the time, living in the, right? And Christina goes, oh, my God, that's that's so awesome. He's doing Coolio. <laughs> and Coolio is Gangsta's Paradise with, you know, it's the same lyric, yeah. right? Yeah, right. Or the same, uh, the same track, basically. And yeah. I was just like, oh, okay, I think I need to introduce you to Songs in the Key of Life. Uh, so yes, you, yes. You understand where this is all coming from. This is very exciting, Dave. I didn't know we'd actually be talking about this today in this um, in this depth, mm-hmm. but feels like we're kind of getting there. And there's just there's enough interest, and my goodness, how many people have not approached me about it? Like, how do I do this for music? You know, and I have a mm-hmm. there's a link on valueforvalue.io, but it's you know, there's you know, what people need to see is a real example and, and a mind boggling UI that just goes, oh, okay, I see it, and what's this boost? Oh, okay, I get it. We also need... And a pipeline. I totally agree with the pipeline. I don't know if there's a smaller group we can work with. You know, hold on a second. Who was it that uh, showed up? The guy who... Uh, he was. He's on the, the social. He showed yeah, yeah. up. He used to have the like pod safe music type stuff. Or in, mm-hmm. um, bad belly button music. Um, <laughs> I don't think that was it. No, probably yeah, it's not. Kill, kill Your FM. Uh, what was the... Uh, trying to find his handle. Because uh, I just know his uh, avatar. Uh, well, he'd be the perfect yeah, no. guy to, to to dive into this. Yeah, I asked him about. I asked him about uh, Bandcamp this morning. What 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 was their like? What's their their sitch? What's their sitch? <laughs> what's their status? And, yeah, like how do they do things? Mm-hmm. And uh, he didn't reply. But I think you know you're you're right. That would be a good a good way to go. Because he just posted something today about some new track. Okay. I guess it's, I don't know if it's his or somebody else's. Well, but. the main thing is we need to be able to show an interface that is not a podcast app showing music tracks. 
that was going to be the other thing I was going to say. Like you need you need a pipeline, and then you also need the the end the endpoint, which is a better, which is a music focused podcast app. Yep. That, or, that or only shows music, or just podcasts. some, or just something that if it hits a, a music media a music medium tag that it changes it uh, shape shifts. Yeah, Jason Evangelo. This is there. You go. Yep. Um. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sh- a shapeshifter, but it would it would be nice though to have just one, just a dedicated. I'm thinking Breeze. How Breeze only shows value at, uh, feeds. Uh, another one that only shows music feeds. Ah, well, uh, Roy's been waiting to do this. Really? Yeah, I've been talking to. He he said, "Hey, we'll go and we'll raise money for it." I said, "No, <laughs> no, nah, no, yeah, we're not going to do that." I mean, he's just being sweet. That's typical, Roy. Um, but, uh, no, I, I, I think he, he's ready to do that. You know, um, yeah. Now that we've kind of figured out the onboarding problem, which was so obvious. Now that mm. I look at it like, oh, of course we need other people to create the feeds. People who already do this, who already talk to the artists, who already curate, who are looking for any avenue, any avenue. Yeah. I, I think, Yeah. It's funny. I, th- I feel like we're close, but so far away. <laughs> I wasn't going to do that. Uh, just it, it feels of, close and not uh, close at the same one time. One of the things I wanted to mention, I, I got a hold. It's really, you know, I think I spoke on the last episode about the new Rodecaster Pro Mark oh, II yes. coming out. And uh, did you get it? Or do you have it? No, of course not. Uh, someone hates me. Um, no, I've never. I've I've tried to reach out to that company. I've I've, you know, of course I have. Here's what I think: they're they're completely aware of who I am. I probably wouldn't give a device to Adam Curry to review either, unless I really, 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 really knew that he was going to like it. <laughs> it's uh... because you know me. I'd be like, oh, this sucks, piece of shit. <laughs> I, yeah, and if it's it, like playing a rinky-dink team when you're the big guy in football, you just don't give that. You know, you you probably better not even play because what if you lose? You know? Um, but you know, so of course they gave it to a whole bunch of YouTubers. Yeah, so there's tons of review videos and in varying degrees of detail. But I, there was I was actually one video. Uh, I think the guy may be a um like in a retail or dealer of, of equipment. And he got, he had a slideshow, which was the training video uh, from road itself. And so he, he, he didn't actually have the device there to show, but he had all the screenshots. Dude, I think they, I think they nailed it. I think they really, really nailed it this time. I pre-ordered one, of course. Um, well, how, how long is it going to take you to get it? June 18th, I think is when, uh, when, mm-hmm. when they're all available or will have been shipped by that date or whatever. So how much is it? Six ninety nine. So it's high. It's more than it. I think the old one was. It's more than the old one. I think maybe a hundred bucks more. Okay. No, it's 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 about the same. It's it's for what it is. And, and as you know, Podcaster Pro was a, de- a device that I developed with uh, Sir Gene, and mm-hmm. uh, we weren't able to take it into production. But even if we had, and it was working, and it, it, you know, it was <laughs> it was a real device. We could never. Get the price point to six ninety nine with this with the with the the physical box they have and you know they've they've right. put a pretty powerful quad core processor in there dedicated to DSP. They're doing some good stuff. I'm very excited about it. I really so am. You think it actually has the busing and everything I, you need? I think it does. Yep. 
it seems like it's got all the stuff that 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 I even MIDI control. So you can. What ma- do you use MIDI for? Do you, do you use that for triggers? Yeah. Uh, so if you were to see my setup, I have seven players and just a one. Uh, what is it like? Just one strip above the top of one screen, and so mm-hmm. I literally. Uh, and I have a like the play like a a bin open next to it. So there's your clips or whatever else clips we have. And so I can I I drag whatever track it is into whatever player I want to use. Then I have a very small the Korg Korg Nano Control Two, which mm-hmm. is just a MIDI um, uh, just a MIDI controller mixer. With it's very it's like it's like the size of a I don't know one of those children's instruments where you blow in one end and it has a keyboard on it. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> in fact, it okay. looks a bit like that. Um, and so I, I have a button that's mapped to start, to stop, and one to dump. So it dumps the clip out, and so I can drag another one in. And I've been out really proficient with that. So that that triggers via MIDI. Now I could remove uh, this keyboard and just trigger all that from the device itself. Ooh, and that and also the vol- the volume is also controlled um, via MIDI. So, but I really don't mm-hmm. do much with the volume on the individual tracks. Anyway, everything's configurable. It looks no- good. They've got a big promise. They're making they're making big noise about it. And from what I can tell, you know, mind you, they own Aphex and and all this other gear that they've that they've jammed in there for processing. It seems like it's right. it's the business. It'll it'll be it'll be interesting. Uh, um, you know, because I'm I, I would like something like that too. Because what I want is for my Evo Four. I love this little device, but I would love for it to convert it into my travel device, mm-hmm. and then have something more permanent on the desk. I think um, I think you'll want, you'll want one of these. Okay. Yeah, you'll want one, and then you know, God forbid, you can start your own clips. <laughs> you, I th- you told me at one point you're like, uh, yeah, you need to be able to do your own clips. And I think you thought better of that. I don't know. I, like, no, no one I work with does it. Um, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if the sound, because, you know, you'll be coming through, the clips will be coming through a channel that is EQ'd for your microphone. We need to try it one day. Just, of course. I would like to try it for the experience of trying to get better at doing it. Well, he, here's how it would work. I would have to almost remove my processing. You would need to do your, because I need to have pretty much a clean signal coming in from you, which means it's not clean. It's got to be processing your mic and everything's got to be set up, which, of course, mm-hmm. I'm going to do with you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I could noise gate myself and all that kind of junk. Right. Yeah. yeah. All, yeah all, <laughs> all that important kind of junk. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, it's, yeah we, we got to tune the sound. Yeah. Straight. So I would have a straight pipe. <sighs> straight in, yeah. I'll tell you, here's an idea. <laughs> value for value, baby. We've been talking about it through the entire show. Uh, this podcast, this project, all the servers that you hear humming in the background. Uh, that big, that big Cloudflare stat machine we've got. All of that comes from value returned to us for the project itself by many of the stakeholders, uh, but of course, people who just want to see podcasting 2.0 and all 2.0 systems moving forward. Uh, for the um, uh, what was the term we were using? Unsupervised. <laughs> yeah, for unsupervised <laughs> for, music. For unsupervised <laughs> content providers of the universe. So. Um, if you get any value out of this, just put it into numbers, return it back to us. A couple of ways to do it. Go to podcastindex.org. At the bottom, you see a link. Um, you can uh, support us through PayPal, uh, on-chain Bitcoin, and you just heard a Boostergram come in. 
this is the preferred way. Uh, go to newpodcastapps.com. Or if you want, if you want those escorts, go to nudepodcastapps.com. <laughs> Alternative onboarding. Yes. And I'll also put in today's show notes uh, that link that's already in there, um, uh, the user's guide, the listener's guide to Boostergrams. And, of course, uh, you can always hit me up if you're having trouble uh, getting Bitcoin to sats and sats into the app and uh, adamacurry.com. Happy to help. Uh, I want to kick it off with a couple of Boostergrams that came in during the live show, if that's okay. Yeah, uh, be be my guest. We got Brooklyn. We got C Brooklyn 112 uh with the row of ducks 2222 with a boost. Uh Chad Farrow 10,000 sats. Hello Chad. What's AOL? Might need a new example. I'm 33. Never use AOL. Okay. All right, you didn't have to hurt me. Noted. Okay. Noted. Uh Servo just came in with 2222 uh Carolyn 9999 go free range music. <laughs> Yeah, Free Range Music 2.0. Uh, we have uh, Brando Sellers with 30 sats. Come on, man. What are you doing? Boost. boost with this 30 sats. Uh, Nomad <laughs> Joe, do it live. Thanks, he says. 1222. There's Carolyn with 9999 again. Had an idea. She says, I think approaching individual music labels and or artists who are on Bandcamp directly to integrate podcasting 2.0. Mm, I, I want Bandcamp to do it. Bandcamp needs Me to too. create. Yeah. They need to be in charge of figuring out the RSS feed creation. And by the way, we can point them to a number of outstanding developers who might have time to help them with that. Um, she does another 99.99 sat boost. Carolyn does. Oh, mm-hmm. Carolyn. And it's cool because these come in as PC2087 live. Cool. Uh, I would love <laughs> to see Bandcamp on Podcasting 2.0. That would be so amazing. Let's run with scissors, everyone. Um, Amducious, 500 sats. I have to call a Karen back at work. Send karma, frowny face. Oh, sorry about that, man. <laughs> uh, Floydian slips, 500 sats. Are we talking about Ford F 150s and Ford Escorts? Ooh, ooh, really <laughs> nice. good one. Really well good one. done. Brando well Sellers, done. 100 sats, boosting live with Podverse. I just want to say, I don't know what's going on with Podverse. The Podverse boosts are really low. <laughs> the numbers are always 10 or 30 sats. What is hey, this? Mitch, Mitch dash podverse in the, I mean, what, uh, what in is the this? chat room. Can you fix that? Yeah. What is, is it the defaults? I don't know. Make them bigger. Yeah. Make, make the bigger. defaults bigger. <laughs> uh, 77, 77 sats from C Brooklyn 112. Again, sovereign beats. Yep. Right on the tip. Uh, with 10,000 daily downloads, use IPF podcast, IPFS podcasting for hosting, says Floydian Slips, of course. Yes. And why not? It would work, it would work well, I think. Um, let's see. Amducious, again, one, two, three, four. A bit of a dumbass trying to figure out how to get live audio. AI.cooking for life, homies. <laughs> <laughs> the comic strip bloggers ad has gone viral somehow. Uh, we got, we read the one from Tom Starkweather from Sean, who's in, uh, Cape town, uh, Harvhat 22,222. Nice boost. Thank you. And Mike Newman, 77,777 sats boosting no. while listening live from I 27, just South of Amarillo driving with y'all scissors. Love is lit. Yeah. Boost. <laughs> Driving with scissors. That's extremely dangerous. And then uh, Stephen B. from the pre-show, 77.14, which he says is $2.22. So it is technically a uh, pre-show fiat little row of ducks. 
Mm-hmm. And he says, oh, hey, Dave, can we pretty please get an API endpoint that returns feeds based on a search term as well as the media type? We want to build a, build a music app player, but need the search results to only return feeds that have podcast medium music podcast medium backslash close the brackets well isn't that coincidental it sure is and i'm sending myself an email about that right now i am excited about that uh nc endpoint for medium we want search with medium tag uh filtering uh floydian slips came in two hours ago with three four five six i'm chronicling my journey Starting a value for value podcast at podcasting for value. Thanks for all you do, you non birthing persons. Okay. Uh, and there's Martin. Greetings from Denmark. Four three two one sats. He takes Yo, it. The, up, he takes it in the other direction. And uh, the last one is uh, well, that's my delimiter. That's comic strip blogger. So that's where I stop. And I'll just add that last boost in, which is from the NA millennial five thousand sats. Hi, I'm Adam Curry, and I love listening to Millennial Media Offensive. <laughs> no, that's, that a, a, that's a way to do it. <laughs> what do they call that? What do they call those in the biz? Is that like a bumper? Promo. Promo. A pro, just a promo? Okay. Like that's it. more like an ID. Hey, okay. can you do an ID? In that? So this is what we're going to do. Hey, uh, Sting, can you do a, a I, I love my MTV, I want my MTV? Oh, and can you ID yourself first, please? That's always a stupid question. Okay, so ID yourself and then say thus. Okay, so, so it's like, uh, th- this is uh, this is Dave Jones. I love listening to K-Rock 97 in Detroit or you know something like that. Yeah, and typically you sit down for a whole morning and you go, hey, I'm Dave Jones. I love listening to Z100 in New York. Hey, I'm Dave Jones. I love listening to WAPE, the big ape in Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> for like three hours. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, so thank you all for those, uh, those boosts. That was very nice. Some good boosts in there. And once again, shows the live boosting is well worth the effort. Yeah, and I love how they... I- I love how they're the boost bots working and they come through in the chat. Oh, it's that's, that's it's, so it's so cool. Um, so then I got you know I've got to get back to if I can get some more of this API. I'm doing a lot of API work, so I can get some more of this API work out of the way. Then uh, I can get back to the MK Ultra stuff because that's, <laughs> that's where I think we can pull it all back together. Yeah, more MK Ultra in my life, please. Yeah, I should probably not say it just like that. What is M- what is MK Ultra <laughs> again? I forget what 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 product is this. No, that's that's like helipad combined with uh, live chat and uh, and comments and everything. It's like the aggregator for all of the stuff into one like lot where you can throw it on your umbral and then just live have a live thing uh, with oh. all the with all the pieces. Oh wow! And that's that's going to be a separate app called MK Ultra, or will it be integrated yeah. into helipad? No, it's a separate app. Because it's it's a different it's really a different thing. The I mean, Helipad's really a bookkeeping app, and so or sort of whatever you want to call it. But the MK Ultra is we we were playing with it before when I was building it, and the skeleton is still there. I just haven't gone back to it yet. But it'll you know it'll it'll have the live stream. It's meant to just like publish as a page, and then where and then everybody can interact with it. Your your listeners can listen to the live stream. Ah, okay. Yeah, boost and all. Okay, yes. And that's gonna and that's gonna be something for the Umbral? Uh yeah, I think it's I think it makes sense to publish it as an Umbral app uh, first, but then it'll it'll be just like Hellpad. You can run it on your own box too. And then and 
and then it, it, it how does it how does it show up on a web page uh well you you make your you would make your umbral visible to the outside world ah, okay got it you know but it's, it's running on a separate port so you can lock down the port and, and it could also run over tor yeah yeah that's right okay. yeah, it, was, it could all right. uh, it could run crappy on over tour just like everything yeah. else. <laughs> hey man, ever since I I loaded uh, tail tail scale, I have never looked back. How does that is that's working good for you? Oh, oh, it's I've I mean, heard nothing but awesome stuff about it. And the way I have it set up cuz you can you can put the app on your phone mm-hmm. and then you can say okay, uh you can also say all DNS goes through uh it's basically a a, a virtual network a VPN. And you can designate mm-hmm. which machine will be the DNS server, which, of course, I, is an umbral running um, pie, pie hole. And uh, what I've discovered is that actually uh, using the pie hole as the exit node kind of gives me a good result on my phone. So, you know, mm-hmm. a- and the only thing that's, that's kind of weird is if you use any type of geolocation, which I have turned off, but sometimes, like, I do have, I use a mapping, an open source mapping program, and it'll try to detect where I am, and of course, it's always saying that I'm home, because my exit node <laughs> yeah. is home. So, yeah. there's kind of that extra benefit to it that, you know, it, it, it's not necessarily, web pages aren't necessarily tracking me to my location all the time, because they have, you know, cell phone points, or Wi-Fi, or any of that. And Dusha cool. says pie, the pie hole is typically exit only. I didn't even know the pie hole had a Tor exit node capability. On it. <laughs> I think M. Dusha. M. Dusha. I don't know. I read that line and I, I'm reading a joke. Oh, I do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm reading okay. a joke. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and then okay, so Petar that says one. that changes with age. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get to some of our uh, other donors here, Dave. This is going uh, downhill quickly. Speaking of double entendre, uh, the we got a donation from Dame Jennifer. Oh, uh, hello, Dame Jennifer. Thirty-three, thirty-three, and she says uh, this through PayPal, and she says, "Love hearing Phoebe break through the noise gate." Yeah, and, ye- and your- yes, I'm sorry. No, uh, she says, and yes, the math jingle should be banned. Uh, Here's your cue to boost, Dame Jennifer. No, you want to. Uh, she said, it seemed like a good idea at the time, but when it played a couple of weeks ago, I crawled under my desk in shame. Go <laughs> podcasting. Hey, kisses and hugs, Dame Jennifer. Thanks, Dame Jennifer. Go podcasting! Um, yeah, so we got, that was, that was Dame Jennifer, but we have Marco Arment with $500 mm. through PayPal. Ah, Marco. Thank you. I, I- from Overcast. Uh, thank you, Marco. Very appreciated. Every that, that's month. His, that's his monthly. Oh man, you have no yeah. idea how much that means to, to us. Yes, absolutely. That's um, uh, that's a big deal. And if it, um, if anybody hasn't seen, you know, we know he's working on some 2.0 stuff, but if anybody hasn't seen the new um, uh, redesign for for Overcast, it's worth checking out. It's very nice. Um, oh, it is very colorful. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah very colorful. Because you know what, I I still use Overcast for. Uh, so I'm, I'm using mostly 2.0 apps now, but I use Overcast still because it has one feature that that I've used for years, which is the upload feature. Like you can, uh, if you're if you're a paid supporter, which I am, you can upload your MP3s to uh, through the Overcast website. You can oh, really? Custom MP3s, and it gives you an uploads playlist, and you can listen. So, like, you can just upload your own stuff and listen to it through the podcast app. Oh, which cool. is really nice. Oh, that's yeah, cool. I, did, I did that with this 
uh, with that thing that 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 talk that I clipped from earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I uploaded that MP3 to uh, to Overcast and listen to it on the that that way I can just drive and listen to things I want to clip. Um, Buzzsprout, five hundred dollars. <laughs> oh wow! Thank you, Buzz Boys. And that girls. was a well-timed pew pew. Yes, <laughs> that was well. Yes. Yeah, and uh, they. Yeah, they, I was talking to uh, uh, Tom this week. They got some pretty cool stuff coming down the pipe. Uh, we oh, always can appreciate. You, can them. you talk about it? No, oh, no, of course not. Oh, are you under NDA? <laughs> no, I'm under friend DA. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, you better be telling me after the show. <laughs> the uh, uh, yeah, thanks, guys. I appreciate that. But Buzzsprout's been. Uh, along with rss.com and and others they've been such a big you know huge supporter no kidding sustaining supporter uh fountain oscar and the boys two hundred dollars woo thank you thank you guys um, i finally got oscar's endpoints uh <laughs> what would, promised which endpoints like did he ago. want uh just a uh, he needed a way to uh remove value blocks that they had put in like if they messed something up or whatever he just needed like a uh, like a cleanup oh okay point how um, about freerangepodcast.com oh dot org it's too much that's eh, too much mm, and we don't really need it pretty long yeah okay sorry just just messing around thank you oscar uh and i will get the rest of your endpoints done soon uh, <laughs> it, no, this is good because we're i'm also building like the same we're seeing stuff that he needs and building the same thing for um, Satoshi stream. So we'll have a uh, different, we'll have the ability, this ability now to have parts sort of like so-called partner endpoints. Okay. I mean, this partner in name only, I don't know what else to call them, but like the ability for these, for certain uh, people to have unique access through the API to do things that maybe only they need. Uh, and I, I, there's another. It's, a, it's a concierge API services. Yes, it's white glove. Yes. <laughs> it's white glove, right for you. Yes, exactly. Um, and there's another uh, another host, a uh, large podcast host that's going to start integrating with us and and for submissions and that kind of thing. Mm. So I've been working with them in the background to also do some custom endpoints. Uh, so that's, wow, I, I yeah. can't believe Anchor is finally doing it. Anchor, yeah, no. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, Jesse Hunter gave us ten dollars. Thank you, and, Jesse. Uh, we appreciate that, Jesse. No note. Um, thank you, Jesse. Uh, we got some boosts. Yeah. Um, uh, this is di- these are digital booster grams because I didn't have time to print them out today. But uh, let's go through here. We got a thousand sats from Merlin. Thank you, um, Merlin. Through Fountain, he says. Um. Oh, first thing is don't read this out loud. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Merlin. Okay. Uh, I read it to myself. Thank you, Merlin. And uh, yes, I agree with that. Fifty-five, fifty-two from Satoshi Stream. Thank you, guys. Uh, right. And he just says, "Yay, <laughs> yay, boost." Uh, Satoshi Stream is a Dutchman. I feel. I feel fairly sure. Yes. And uh, one day, one day he will reveal himself. Uh, Todd from Northern Virginia sent us an HD boost through Breeze for a th- 1,080 sats. Oh, 
Play 1920 by 1080. Oh, nice. I love that. Perfect. Yeah. Boost. 500 sats from Sats Econ 101 through Castomatic. For what it's worth, my discovery of new podcasts lately mostly comes from mentions on ones I already listen to. Sometimes insertion of another podcaster's episode into one of my subscribed feeds hooks me. I've even started listening to a few based on Fountainet FM clips. Well, good. Well, that sets me straight, doesn't it? Shut up, Curry. You know what you're talking about. Now, obviously, and this was a really good discussion. Um, And I think that uh, hearing, getting a recommendation from from about a podcast happens in many ways. And yes, if a friend of yours clips it or someone you have seen a clip from before, I'm sure that works. I'm sure it does. Uh, 100%. um, My experience is just that it's it's always word of mouth, one way or the other, and. even on Twitter, sometimes I'll see it. Hey, man, you should listen to this in this show. And then people say, yeah, okay, I will. And I'm sure sometimes they do. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Yep. Many times, no. <laughs> Often they don't. Yeah, but sometimes. Yeah. yeah well, that's why, I wanna, that's why I want the ability to advertise on uh, Buzzcast using the, new, uh, uh, using the new hotness over there. Because uh, I feel like there's, we can pick up some new listeners who would be interested in the 2.0. Well, how much does it cost? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Maybe they take sats. <laughs> uh, anonymous, DuPod friend, sent a thousand sats. Thank it's, you. And he or she says, delegated proof of stake. Sucks <laughs> if you have 50% of the stake. Great if no one has more than a few percent. <laughs> Sounds about right. I think so. Uh, was that you or was that no, me? No, that was me. That was okay. me. That was me. You got me excited. Uh, Auburn Citadel. Sent 49,490 sats through wow. Fountain, and he says, what up, Cuh? Yo. <laughs> what up to you? Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Auburn. Uh, Kyron from the Mirror Mortals podcast sent us 13,337 sats. That's Ooh. a long leap. Boost, boost, boost. Yeah, thanks. Through CurioCaster, and he says, much like my initial distaste of asking for value from listeners, I'm overcoming my distaste for marketing, which I always felt was shilling, spam, Shameless self-promotion, etc. The best marketing you can do for your podcast, uh, certainly if you're doing value for value, is a newsletter. Hmm. It really is. A newsletter is critical in the model. If if you really, you know, if you if you're regular with your episodes, you know, on a regular day, regular time, and you can remind people the day before. Oh, remember the show's coming up. It's worked very well for me. I love how you say that a newsletter is critical to the value for value model and we don't do it. It's true. Uh, <laughs> no, it's true. Yeah, we don't do a newsletter. No, we don't. I mean, but it, uh, we suck. It's, I mean, we can't, we, we can't even live pod ping. I mean, hello. <laughs> no, that's true. It's obvious. We're, we're, we're just, uh, we're, we're low disaster. on the totem pole. We're disaster. That's right. Yeah. Uh, on mere mortals, I and my co-host Juan discuss deep topics with a lighthearted touch fitness, philosophy, ridiculous stories. We've got a bit of everything. Much of the topics come from my reading, which I cover in depth on the Mirror Mortals book reviews. And to learn about V for V, the Value for Value podcast. Yo! (laughs) (laughs) Someone just hit the Boost CLI four times in a row. Uh, I saw it come through. That's cool. That's cool. It actually came in as 1342. Um, Let's see. Uh, I've I've actually got a uh, little bit of a reading. Okay. This is from the, this is from the book Paralandra. 
and uh it is uh the protagonist has land has landed on this on this uh, alien planet uh, this is a c.s lewis book he's landed on this alien planet and uh and he finally has found food and this this curious alien food uh this it's a water planet so there's this big orb of uh this orbish fruit that's just like filling to the filled to the brim with with liquid and um he finally figures out how to sort of puncture the rind and he says uh he admit to extract the smallest experimental sip but the but the first taste put his caution all to flight it was of course a taste just as his thirst and hunger has been thirst and hunger but then it was so different from every other taste that it seemed pedantry to call it a taste at all it was like the discovery of a totally new genus of pleasures something unheard of among men, out of all reckoning beyond all covenant. For one draft of this on earth, wars would be fought and nations betrayed. As he let the empty gourd fall from his hand and was about to pluck a second one, it came into his head that he was now neither hungry nor thirsty, and yet to repeat a pleasure so intense and almost so spiritual seemed an obvious thing to do. His reason, or what we commonly take to be reason in our own world, was all in favor of tasting this miracle again, the childlike innocent of fruit, the labors he had undergone, the uncertainty of the future all seemed to commend the action. Yet something seemed to oppose this reason. It is difficult to suppose that this opposition came from desire. For what desire would turn from such deliciousness? But for whatever cause it appeared to him better not to taste it again. Perhaps the experience had been so complete that repetition would be a vulgarity like asking him to hear the same symphony twice in a day. It's been the reading for Podcasting 2.0, episode 87. Oh my God, that was beautiful. <laughs> that is... Uh, that was beautiful. It's a. Uh, it's just an example of uh, putting limits on yourself. Like some sometimes when you have a wonderful experience, you really want to do it again, but you know you kind of shouldn't do it again. <laughs> Because it would ruin. What, it would ruin it. Would it. Ruin yes, it. yes, yes, yes. Wow, that's um, so well, so well said, so well read. Right in the middle of a donation segment, it was that was very uh, interesting. See, people that skip the donation segment, they miss all this good content. Miss the content. Miss it. Uh, Roy Scheinfeld, four thousand three hundred. <laughs> no, wait, forty three thousand two hundred and ten says, "Okay, he's downsized his donation. It was five four three two one. Now it's four three two one." Ah, yeah, that's his subtle hint there. We're going to give you a, a lightning boost. <laughs> Thanks, Roy. Oh. Message received, Roy. We need to talk a little more about Breeze, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> no, he says. Uh, he says you missed my boost, so double boosting to make sure it won't happen again. Ooh, nice. Thank you. Um, he said, Bree, <laughs> okay, so he doubled, this is a 43,210, he, he boosted that amount twice, so his second message says, bring Gigi back to school, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving him a big baller for that, baller. that's two in a row. Shot caller, 20 inch blades on the Impala. Podcasts are cool. Yeah, baby. Yeah, I'm I I'm I'm up for being schooled by Gigi. Yeah. I I'm, <laughs> no, I deserve that. I deserve it. Uh Timmy 2383 sent 5000 sats uh, through Fountain and he says boost. Yo baby boost. Boost. Don't just stand um, there. Boost. Martin, uh oh, what up Martin from Denmark, our buddy. 
through Podfriend. He says, greetings from Denmark, 4,321 sats. Hello. Thank you, Martin. Uh, Floridian Slips sent 3,456 sats uh, through Fountain. He says, I'm chronicling my journey. Staining? Uh, staining? Well, this oh. is, wait, so I, I think I already read this one. Because it was the uh, same misspelling. Oh, start well, starting a value for value podcast. Maybe we're overlapping at this point. We are at this point. We're overlapping, but that's weird because did you get Cass Peeland? No, no, I did not. I did not get Cass. Okay, Cass Peeland since three sent three thousand six hundred ninety sats. He says informative show. Thanks for the work. <laughs> well, you're welcome, Cass. Well, we do our best, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was quite informative, gents. Yes, uh, Mitch said uh, uh, sent eighteen thirty three through Podverse, of course. And he said, send Bitcoin to podcasters instantly using Podverse plus Albi. Yes. Yep. How's that working? Is that, I, do I need to do one of those uh, hook up to Albi to see how it works? Because I have my Podverse hooked up to um, uh, an airline pay wallet, I think. Uh, I don't, it's been, I looked at the report the other day and Podverse, Podverse has always been, uh, you know, has always been low because they didn't, they just had the beta. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Podverse, but there it looks like they're starting to get more you know boost activity through. Yeah, it's just those defaults of ten sats is just not going to get you on the leaderboard. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to bring that up. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with it. Yeah, uh, thanks, Mitch. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, uh, really Nixer, do. Nixer sent a thousand sats through Fountain, uh, and Nixer from the Podcast Index Social. He says, Adam, you said don't email, but talk to Chris Lass about podcasting from Linux. He's been running a network of shows for a decade, almost solely on Linux. He's a great resource. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Chris Fisher is a great, great resource for everything Linux. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see. uh, Boostergrams. And at the end, we got the delimiter. Comic Street Blogger. (laughs) Comic Street Blogger, everybody. 15,033 sats through Fountain. He says, howdy, Dave and Adam. Are you prepared for World War III? How? Anyways. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, I invite you to listen to our podcast about. Okay, uh, this is a. Comp- uh, this is the art of the non. The the Polish must be experts at non sequiturs. Uh, I invite you to listen to our podcast about artificial intelligence, read by Gregory William Forsyth Foreman from Kent. Just enter AI dot cooking into your web browser or in any podcasting app. Yo, <laughs> yo. <laughs> Thank you, Comicster Blogger. Appreciate that. Boost. Yep. And that's it. Uh, that's it. Yep, that's our group. Thank you all very much. Uh, especially thanks for everyone who upped their sat amount, uh, knowing that we are slowly transitioning from the fiat fund coupons of PayPal towards the full-on uh, uh, Bitcoin standard with the Satoshis. That I mean, it's working. It's really. Yes. How about, you know? Um, I was going to ask you this. How are we on the uh, value for value enabled feeds? How many do we have? Because like how many? Yeah, I think this is an interesting metric, and I've been keeping track uh, in my own crappy way. Uh, let me see, which means I, I just I'm just writing some stuff down. Hold on, I have here. Um, it's I think it's about it's growing at about ten a day. So on on Thursday, May nineteenth, so a week ago, we had sixty six fifty. Then this past Sunday we had sixty six eighty three, and now we have sixty seven sixty one. 
So that's uh, five days. And how many? How many extra do we get there? I'm just writing this down. Uh, Sixty-seven. What's sixty-seven? Sixty-one. Hold on. I started. I pulled up the uh, podcasts by tag, podcast value tag endpoint, mm-hmm. and uh, wow, it's moving really slow. I hope I don't crash my clean feed. Oops. <laughs> Maybe that was a bad decision. How, why would it? Why would it? Oh, okay. It's a lot of it's. It's a lot of data. It returns all the podcast data from all the feeds that have value blocks. <laughs> well done, Dave. Yes. Yeah, so Hold on. Let me see. So uh, I want to do. Uh, sixty-seven, sixty-one minus sixty-six, eighty-three is seventy-eight divided by five. Is about- oh, if only we had a math jingle that wasn't banned. <laughs> yeah, we can't use that. Okay, no. so it's about fifteen a day. So it's it's cranked up a little bit. It's been about ten a day, and now we're at fifteen. This is a metric I think I want to follow. Okay. Hint, hint. Can I have an endpoint? Do you want a report, a daily report? I would love a report. I would love a report that gives me, uh, yeah, how many new ones? Well, you know, the, mm-hmm. exactly the same as the as the key send report. Yeah, I'll, I'll set you up a a, a, a TPS report. Daily. Yes, TPS report uh, on a cron job. On a cron job, yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, really appreciate this though. This is this is so much is happening. So much is going down. Um. I mean, we practically show up. I show up now. I mean, you send uh, you send clips, but man, this just we we can just start talking. There's so much to talk about. I mean, I'm sure we're missing a ton of stuff people want to hear about, but uh, no one submitted anything for the board meeting. So neener neener. Yeah. Um, yeah. If anybody wants to submit, yeah, anybody can send clips anytime yeah. they want to. Oh, yeah. oh crap! We almost forgot the monthly uh, pet. Oh no! Oh no! Oh, we do need these. Yes. Sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, let's see. Uh, Pod news. Fifty dollars. Thank you, uh, Whoa, James. Thank you. Um, Jeff Miller. Twenty dollars. Sean McCune. Twenty dollars. Uh, Dreb Scott. Fifteen dollars. Uh, Todd Zeminski. Eleven dollars and eleven cents. Uh, James Sullivan. Ten dollars. Christopher Reamer, $10. Jordan Dunville, $10. Stu Coates, $6.66. Michael Kimmerer, $5.33. Charles Current, $5. Uh, Michael Goggin, $5. Cohen Glassbach, $5. And Leslie Martin, $2. Thank, uh, thank oh, thanks you. Thanks to all sorry. of you. Yeah. I'm glad, glad you caught that. Thank we you all. victory from the jaws of defeat. Yeah. And these monthlies are also very important. And you, you can do it yes. through a PayPal monthly subscription or set up a cron job Does, like, <laughs> with the Boost CLI. <laughs> yeah. Please. I'm going to do that, by the way, for you, Why not? It, it, I'm going to. I, I was considering setting up the Boost CLI for a couple of my favorite podcasts as well. Separate wallet, you know, mm-hmm. just yeah, uh, dump okay. some sats in there periodically and just fire stuff off. Uh, and And... Just a last note on that stuff. If I think everybody's got their T-shirts now, so if you don't oh, tell me, but good. I think I think that's all handled now. Excellent. Uh, finally, after a year. <laughs> well, uh, longest know. T-shirt order ever. <laughs> we, we had uh, look. Come on, people. We had just uh, supply chain problems. Now we do. We still have podcastindex.shop? dot uh, I guess. Let me just. I don't check. know. I don't know if we, we actually do. We have a dot shop. I think so. In wasn't that the, the NA shop guys? Yeah. Uh, yeah, podcast, yeah, podcast index dot shop. Yeah, exactly. So there's, yeah, there's, there's merch. You can get this podcast in the shop on vinyl and on cassette tape. 
for the kids. That would be for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and of course, there's the podcasting 2.0 certified uh, and details on how you uh, by supporting the uh, uh, the index and the project podcasting 2.0. You can get one of those. We saw uh, who, who was wearing one the other day at a conference. Was that Benjamin? Yeah, Benjamin Bellamy. Benjamin yeah. Bellamy. Yeah, look very good. Um, I wonder if people you, ask him about that. Say, dude, what's up with the T-shirt? Um, Nathan. Uh, Nathan also has been working on. We we kind of resurrected the the push for a universal uh, subscription. Mm-hmm idea and um he i think he just published his blog post about it uh, which i will tweet out and link to but i mean it's the thing we've you know we've talked about before and it's been it's it's been you know done attempted in the past uh to get you know the idea is that there is no sort of like universal subscription mechanism Mm -hmm. for um for podcasts right Uh, and this has been a problem for quite a while long 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 time and there's been various attempts to have a go at it um but sort of his he sort of lays out the approach and I, and I like the way he's mo- moving on this because it's a very pragmatic sort of uh let's let's just go ahead and do it mm-hmm. very very podcasting 2.0 let's just go ahead and do it and then uh, do it and then on the technical side, make it, make sure that it's done in a way that has a new ability that hasn't been possible in the past, which can, which, you know, will create some excitement around it. And then, um, finally once, and then we'll carve out an, a, a workaround for the Apple problem, which has always been the one. Mm-hmm, the that's the one. Yeah. And then after the fact, we campaign for Apple to ratify this thing that's in use. And, uh, well, well, you never know. No, I, th- I think. I mean, I think it's. Uh, I, I think it makes sense. It, it, so, so what he's put together is, <clears throat> he, he he says it like this. Uh, I think podcasting should work around Apple, demonstrate demand, and then pressure Apple to give users control over the preferred podcast app. Um, and I think that's about all. All you. That's about the best you can hope for. Yeah, yeah, but as, as long as the the mission shouldn't be to get Apple to do it, the mission is to get everybody to do it, right? Yes, that and and getting that's the easier part. I mean, yeah. that's almost you know a given. And, yeah. But so here's here's his idea: you is to sort of uh, extend the PCAST protocol scheme. So that's PCAST. Uh, colon slash slash mm-hmm. and then yes. some u- some universal link mm-hmm. some universal URL um and that's so you you take that idea that protocol scheme and then you have have a URL on it but then take it further because the PCAST URL in the past has only been able to to provide a subscription mechanism to to take you to a podcast. Right. And he's like, well, now it, what we should do is add the ability for it to take you all the way down into an episode mm-hmm. so that you can hit this link and it opens up your preferred, preferred podcast player and takes you to the correct episode. Well, to do that, though, um, some apps support that, some don't. 
some some do not support a way to go all the way down to the pot to the actual episode level. Mm-hmm. And uh, for those that don't, uh, you know, we would have to sort of work around that as well. But you can, there would be some sort of like, okay, you know, URL, it'd be like PCAS colon slash slash and then URL and then uh, the, and then like a episode GUID. Didn't, didn't Microsoft actually down. support this at one point? Uh, I think the P, I if I remember PCAST. Mm-hmm. That goes back to like Windows Phone. Yeah, I, th- I think it has been. It it's has been, been around. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm all for bringing something back that just was, you know, wasn't at the right time. Here it what is. Was it? Here it yeah. is. Handling URI schemes, PCAST by third party apps. Windows Phone 8.1, baby. Nailed it. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Nice. Look at that memory. B12. <laughs> um. <laughs> all right. Cool. Well, that would, that would be a big win. We already have so, Microsoft on board, so. Well, then there's, there's the Windows uh, phone. <laughs> the zo- the it'll Zoom, work with Zoom. Zoom it'll work. <laughs> yeah. So we're good. We're halfway there. Yeah, we got one of the big guys. Uh, but I, I don't know. Does does uh, Android support PCAST? They probably do. Uh, uh, I would think so. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. I mean, Graphene OS, you can set anything you want for anything, basically. So, you know, that's I'm just ahead of the curve on that. Don't worry. Everyone will be using it eventually. Did you see the the Apple um, uh, wallet? If you want to put your your ID in there, because you know in America we're now moving towards the what's it called real ID, which oh, is a, which is part of your that. driver's license and all this stuff. So With star on it and all that. I mean, like, give me a break. Yeah. Well, here's the groovy part from their terms and service. Now, this is when you're um, if you're using it to put you know like your passport or your driver's license in. Let me see if I can find this real quick. Um, who gave me? Who gave that to me? I mean, uh, some in some places this is called Star ID, Secure Trust and Reliable. I mean, yes. And if you put a yellow star on your ID, I mean, can we can we not do that, please? <laughs> it is a little weird. I agree. Um, I can't find it that quickly. But uh, it, uh, what it says is, you know, so when you do the onboarding. Then, you know, there's a whole bunch of stuff you have to put in there, a lot of information. And they say, you know, to prevent fraud, uh, we will, I don't know if they will do it at any moment or upon request, but they will give, I I wish I had the exact language, uh, your state, information about your device, your device uh, usage habits, your head movements. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's really funny. Uh, um, uh, I saved it somewhere. Yeah, that's, for the show. That's, that's the day. That's the day the phone stays at home and in and locked in a box. Well, I, well I'm pretty sure that that's uh, it's really happening. No. Yeah, no, that's that's it's not happening in this house. I can. Oh no, that. but it's it's happen it's happening out there in the real world. Didn't Utah do it? Weren't they like all on board for some weird reason? Everybody's all on. Every state, Texas is on board. Uh, I already have my driver's license with real ID. Of course, it's it's automatic. You're, it, you know, you're, you're not going to get around it. But not me. You can't put that star on my di- on my license. Okay. Well, you know, you'll. <laughs> Good luck. I'll just drive everywhere. <laughs> Good luck. Are you um, dri- are you driving to to Dallas for the for the big yeah. uh, podcast thing? Yep. I'm a driver, not a flyer, baby. Okay. How long is that? How long is the drive to Dallas? Um, it's 11 hours to Austin. 
Well, you, why don't you come to our place first? Okay. Yeah, and then we'll, uh, we'll we'll drive up together. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. If you want. Uh, I mean, you don't yeah, have to. You, I mean, no, that's, that you know what? You're, you're not invited anymore. Go to Dallas. Wait, what? <laughs> How did I get uninvited so fast? <laughs> well, you're like, oh, uh, uh, uh. What just <laughs> happened? No, no, that my, uh, my, ums, my uhs and ums are from, uh, because I'm, I'm, uh, Google mapping Dallas in the background. <laughs> And, and I look somehow forward. in the process of that, I got de-invited from, uh, from Fredericksburg. <laughs> no, you're re-invited. You're, of course, invited anytime, anytime. Uh, All right. Are we done? Shall we uh, close this out at two hours and three minutes? I think we've probably uh, run okay. the gamut. Yeah, we've exhausted all uh, podcasting 2.0 topics for the week, I think. All right. So lots to do this week coming up. Uh, I'll be out of pocket a little bit. Uh, Tuesday, I start my, uh, my first uh, uh, reconstruction session. Of my mouth. Wait, what? No, oh, I'm getting all my teeth done. Oh, whoa. Ooh, that sounds scary. Oh, it's very scary. This is, I probably should have done this seven or eight years ago. Um, it's, it's mainly genetics, you know, mm. so, but I, I, I have, a, I've had a lot of work done in the past, all kind of cosmetic. And now we have to go and do the, uh, the real work of basically taking a wrecking ball to my face and reinstalling, oh, no. uh, yeah, implants and everything, um, which means we need a lot more boosts on my other shows. <laughs> Boost so, no agenda a lot, <laughs> and Curry so are the they keeper. Gonna, are they going to be like doing it a little bit at a time so they don't wreck you all at once, or is it just? Well, they're going to have to do it a little bit at a time so I can afford it. Yeah, it's a man. Dental work is so expensive. Yeah, it's it's probably going to be a, a small car by the yeah. by the time I'm done, but. I mean, it really has to be done because uh, I don't want to be like my parents, 80 and spitting out teeth or my mom who, you know, literally had in her will, do not let me die without my, uh, without my teeth in, <laughs> which we didn't, we didn't, <laughs> she said, I yeah, don't want to, I don't want to be dead there. And it was great. She, she was dead and uh, had a perfect smile. Great teeth. <laughs> <laughs> All <Yeah>. right. <laughs> uh, we'll be talking next week right here on uh, at the board meeting. Have a good one. Have a great weekend, Dave. Yeah, me too. All right, buddy. Talk to you next week. to Podcasting 2.0. Visit podcastindex.org for more information. Boost, boost, boost. Go podcasting!